Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Box Office Breakdown. Information and commentary on weekly movie box office. Hello, everybody. Happy Memorial Day. Um, I heard on the radio on my way here that is an actual law that at 3 p.m. today, you're supposed to take a moment of silence to remember our fallen troops. So make sure you all do that. Um, I don't really know what happens if you don't. You got to drink a beer. Oh, then don't say that. Then no one will stop and pause. Yes. You stop and pause while you have a beer in your hand and then you, you know, pray to the gods and the, the, you know, the Marines and everything and thank them. You pray to them? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, by pouring out I, of the I think liquor. you just remember. Um, I am joined today, of course, by Tom. Thank you guys for joining us. Yes. We have lost JTE. Yeah, it's crazy. He has a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity tonight or today. He just got the call. He was on his way here. He calls me up. He's like, you ain't going to believe this. I'm like, oh, no, what's going on? Sarah's out? He's like, no, I got the call. I'm like, what call? He's like, the Corey Feldman video. He's going to be uh, he's gonna be DPing uh, Corey Feldman video. There yeah, we go. It's going to debut in China. I don't know if you know, you follow Corey's music. When does this debut? Uh, it's going to debut in China in like six weeks. Okay, everyone. So look out yeah. for that because that is why he is not here. It's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Um, we're going to get into these numbers today in our list. Not going to be a full hour show. Well, but it was, your birth- it was your birthday. It was my birthday. Did you do anything really Are fun? you wishing me happy birthday? Was that your happy birthday wish to me? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, it was heartfelt. Thank you. I feel like it's my birthday. Why? Because you're wearing that beautiful dress. Thank you. Anyway, I'm going to... Normally, I love Box Office Mojo. They are my home for numbers. I thank them every week. However, this week, I feel a little let down. Because I'm getting a whole different plan of numbers. You go on Box Office Mojo, they have their Friday estimates up, and they have their weekend actuals for last weekend. We don't really have a weekend chart that's only including the three-day. So we have a list that we have here that's supposedly the three-day, but I'm also getting contradictions off of the four-day totals, which are actually switching the lists. So, for instance, if I go off of my three-day presumed totals for just Friday through Sunday of this weekend. We have... We're going to go through this real quick. Tomorrowland coming in top. No matter where you look, it's not bringing in the numbers that it was supposed to. No. It's kind of kind of a sad opening for them. Um, number two, according to this list, is Pitch Perfect 2, then Mad Max, then Poltergeist, and then Avengers. However, on other sources, including including Box Office Mojo, there mm-hmm. seems to be a yeah. possibility that Mad Max actually beat Pitch Perfect. Some of the numbers I'm getting are that Pitch Perfect dropped 56% to around 30 for the three-day, um, but up to mm-hmm. about 37 it seems, for the maybe the four-day, versus Mad Max, some are saying, got up to 38 Two. Yeah, but that there, I don't know what box office is going to be that wrong. Twenty three to thirty seven. That's a big difference. They're not usually that much off. I think it's going to be because uh, I think Deadline had Avengers mm-hmm. at four and Poltergeist at five. It's, so there's it's 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 all screwed up. It's all screwed up. I think people are just have decided it's yeah. the holiday. Got to take it off. So be with of, family, and then we'll fix all the numbers later. Yeah. yeah as of right now, who's the winner? What's his name? As of right now, Clemen Fergensic um, <laughs> got the current number five that we're yeah. sticking with, which today we're going to be saying is Tomorrowland number one, Pitch Perfect number two, mm-hmm. then Mad Max, then Poltergeist, then Avengers. I do think that this has a high possibility of changing, mm-hmm. um, especially in the Pitch Perfect Mad Max realm. We're going to have to do get the actuals out of just the three days. To see yeah. who won for all of us. Anyway, you slice it. Tomorrowland did not do well. I mean, uh, I think across the board, Memorial Day weekend is just not great unless you're opening something really big. Uh, um, this uh, is low. We're talking about an, an opening for Memorial Day weekend that ranks 
22nd all time. That's this year we've been hearing crazy. a lot of breaking records, highest opening weekend, expanding to new months. We had higher openings in February for certain movies. Sure. This movie is opening 22nd. And in a box office year where we're seeing huge increases, Mm -hmm. where we're seeing that the trend is overall going to be higher, that makes this even worse. To give you Mm -hmm. an estimation, it's opening up around where Epic, the animated feature, opened around. And Prince of Persia, which I kind of feel has become its own Uh, And Sex in the City. Yeah. So it's, and this is a George Clooney movie. He just can't do it. Um, he's just not that guy. He has to be surrounded by people. It's, he's just, you know, putting 150, $175 million in a George Clooney movie is not something you want to do. And it's, I think that's pretty proven. Why do you feel like that? I think he's more of a personality. I think people like him like off camera. I think he's, I mean, he's, he's great. He's a fantastic guy. I played basketball with him once in the Warner lot. He's actually really, really good and a funny guy. I just don't think this is the kind of movie for him. Mm-hmm. I just, I feel bad because when he came out with Monuments Men, which also just kind of tanked the box office, terrible. he felt horrible. He did. He came out in a ton of public appearances mm-hmm. saying how bad he felt because he wants to put out good movies. And he's had so much press this last year because of his marriage and sure. being Hollywood's most eligible bachelor. Right. And then, and I think that's what it comes down with him. You know, I think he he's more of a personality. People like to see him off screen. I don't really rush out to go see his movies. I mean, Gravity wasn't his movie. I made a ton of money, but it wasn't his movie. It was Central Bullock's movie. I'll give it to him though. In Gravity, he was one of the only things that carried me through that movie. Besides the visuals, Listen, and he's a effects. fantastic actor. I, I think he's very char- charismatic on screen, but. You know, it's just not, it's, it's just not there for him. Like Leatherheads and Up in the Air and these other couple of movies. I just, uh... Well, if you're looking at like The Descendants and Up in the Air, those mm-hmm. movies were bringing in a total gross of around in the 80. 80s. Yeah, 80. 80s. And this is a Disney huge budget film that you're talking about. They're shooting for numbers closer to Maleficent. They want openings in, in the 60s. I thought this would do at least 60. I was totally wrong, but then I, I, I watched tracking all week, and I'm like, this thing's lucky if it's going to do 30. This might be even a higher estimate than that. Pitch Perfect might be able to take this thing out when the final numbers come. If, if that happened, ah, that would be hard because I think word of mouth is actually hurting a little bit of Pitch Perfect, mm-hmm. and it's also hurting Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. Of what we have in the box office right now, besides Avengers, which I think also got good word of mouth, the highest word of mouth is going to Mad Max. Absolutely. You go in there, and I am I was in the theater seeing Mad Max, and what people were talking about was that movie and talking about Ex Machina. Mm-hmm. People weren't rushing out saying, we also need to go in and see Pitch Perfect. Yeah. I've been hearing well, it's done. mixed reviews about yeah. Pitch Perfect. Well, I made a ton of money the first week, but that was like all the cheerleaders mm-hmm. going to see it and things like that. And then it dropped over 50%, yeah, which we're getting on. 50% is a mm-hmm. huge drop-off. But either way, this movie didn't cost $150 million to make. You know, they do this movie for, what, $50 million, maybe even less than that? And it's gonna it's making a ton of cash. Versus Tomorrowland, which has an right. empire standing behind it, but it isn't getting that Disney opening that we are no. so used to. 70 that million. they pull in. Um, I have no desire to see this movie. No, not a lot of people do. And I think we're just going to see, keep going downhill, especially because we do have some more things that are going to bring in audiences this weekend. Oh, a couple yeah. big openings. So mm-hmm. let's get into... Talk a little bit also about Poltergeist. Have to throw that out there. Yeah. Completely dominated Centipede 3, <sighs> I just couldn't see this thing. I mean, the original is so good. There's, I just don't know why they remake movies like this. The original was fantastic, and then they put out Poltergeist 2, which was not good, but a long time ago in the 80s. But uh, you want to go see the Poltergeist, just go rent the, the original. It still holds up. I would also probably recommend that. I haven't seen this. Word of mouth is not that great. Rotten Tomatoes, have you, 33%. Have you, uh, did you watch uh, the original Poltergeist? I have. I'm also not a huge You sort scary... of look like uh, Joe Beth Williams, the mom in it. But like in her, she's really hot. I mean, you ever, she's everybody knows who she is when she's mm-hmm. running around in like that football jersey and panties and stuff. Jesus, I, really I was more concerned you were going to tell me I looked like a weird clown doll. So no, thank you. I never um, looked like that. Anyway, so Poltergeist doing really well in the horror realm. 
breaking in no matter what into the top five. We'll see if it's number four or number five this week. Let's get into a little bit of our international numbers. Mm -hmm. So Tomorrowland opened up in 65 territories overseas, which is pretty normal for Disney opening. Yeah, it's a big opening. Mm -hmm. Delivered only... 26.7 26.7 million. Yeah. And that's led by Russia with 3.6 million. These are such small numbers. Mm-hmm. Russia 3.6, Mexico 2.8, and 2.1 from the UK. Um, they do still have Spain, China, Australia, and Korea. Mm-hmm. Um, also Japan and Brazil. But I just don't think it's going to live up. Mm-mm. We'll see what China does. It could be there. This... It could be their hope. Uh, well, George Clooney's got decent international appeal, but. It's not really. I mean, look, these numbers are gangbusters. Well, Mm -hmm. you know, look, Walt Disney just had Avengers out, which is making a ton of money. You know, they're going to lose a ton of money on Tomorrowland, but either way, that company just prints money anyway, so it doesn't really make a difference. I was going to say, we're at least we're talking about a studio that is in no way searching for or in need of anything. They They run this world, and they will be quite fine. If a nuclear bomb goes off and destroys the world, I'm running to the Disney Studios because I think they're like they're impenetrable force or something. They got the force like uh, Independence Day ship. Mickey Mouse will save you. All right. Asia of Ultron's international grosses swelled to 859.8 million, putting Ultron at the 1.26 billion worldwide. Mm -hmm. That makes it the second biggest superhero film of all time after Avengers. That's true. It's going to crawl to a billion. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, internationally, but the domestic, you know, domestic humans, not it's not what the domestic's want. almost reaching four hundred. Yeah, but That's... the first one did like seven sixty or something crazy like that. But for this year, it's high it, numbers. It, it's very crowded marketplace, but you know, it'll probably top out four fifty or something like that. But I mean, still, don't get me wrong; it's still, like I said, a blockbuster, but it's not a life changing event like the first one was. Agreed. Um, just to remind you that it's still out there because it's all we talked about a couple months ago. Furious 7. Yep. Globally, Flat, Fast 7 is just a hair below the $1.5 billion mark. Mm-hmm. It will cross that mark probably, maybe today, maybe tomorrow, bringing the franchise to a, a staggering $3.9 billion across seven films in 14 years. Um, and supposedly the next installment is coming April 2017. Yeah, it's, uh, this is a phenomenal, phenomenal thing for them. That's Are you going to see the next one? No, I haven't. I haven't saw. You didn't contribute no. to this $1.5 billion? The only one I ever watched was uh, the first one. Really? Yeah. That's all I need to watch. How do you do a show about movies when you don't seem to watch movies? I just, I have the intellect. I have a very sharp intellect and wit, and I listen very well. That makes no sense, yeah. but we do have a game. Do I'm the only player in this game today? No, Stephen's going to play means I, Oh, I thought I was guaranteed to win. Well, maybe. Maybe. <sighs> let's uh, let's kick it for GT. Break out the Rosetta Stone, because it's time for the International Title Game. JT has the face for it. You just failed so horribly at that. that. I'm terrible at that. Thank you for trying, though. JT, we do miss you. That is our game. Are we have a focus of this week? Yeah, JT was so... uh, he was ready today, too. He called me, uh, like I said yesterday. He's like, this is going to be a great show. I have so much material. And, uh, yeah, he's not here. Okay. So, yeah, uh, it is uh, – I do have a theme. It's the hot pursuit. It's, everyone's going to be hot pursuit, and it's not going to be China. It's going to be four different countries. Wait, what does that mean? Hot pursuit, the movie. So it's all I mean, hot pursuit. Yes, all hot pursuit today. Okay. Yes. So hot pursuit – you know, the movie with Reese Witherspoon and Sofia Vergara. The movie that failed. Yeah, that one. Okay. Okay. Hot Pursuit in Lithuania. Coffins chase. Like a coffin. Uh-huh. Chase. Hot Pursuit in Italy. Fight, flight into stilettos. Not fight. Flight into stilettos. Hot Pursuit in Slovenia. The Cheeky Tusum. And Hot Pursuit in Canada, Sexy and On the Run. 
Why would they need to change the title in Canada? That maybe that's up for interpretation. Because they speak French over there. They're like Quebecian or something. That's true. Stephen, are you playing with us today? So anyway, here we go. Hot Pursuit, Lithuania, Coffins Chase. Hot Pursuit in Italy, Flight into Stilettos. Hot Pursuit in Slovenia, The Cheeky Twosome. And Hot Pursuit in Canada, which apparently shouldn't change the title, according to Sarah, Sexy and on the Run. I'm going to say The Cheeky Twosome is the fake one. Okay. How did she pick that one? Um... I think I'm, I feel like I am at a disadvantage because I did not see this movie mm-hmm. and have no idea what it's about. Well, it's two ladies, you know that, so they're going to try to push the sexiness. But are they? So, I'm going to go with coffins chase because I don't think there it is any coffins in it. I don't think there is either, but uh, that's not right. Oh, Stephen's right. The cheeky, Why do I the cheeky, lose this the cheeky twosome. It's actually called like the wild deuces or something like that. But the cheeky twosome is. What I would like it to be called. The Cheeky Twosome. Yeah. I like things in coming pairs. I don't know what this movie is about. I'm going to blame that for why I didn't win. Steven, Oof. I don't know how you picked that. You why did it. you pick that? Because it just sounds too... Like it's Lithuania, right? No. No, Slovenia. Slovenia. Like I don't feel like they have a word for cheeky in Slovenia. <laughs> Maybe you might be right. That's actually a really you know good way of thinking about it. In-depth analysis. Yes. Thank you so much. But sexy and on the run is definitely what they use in Canada. So, I mean. Idioms don't translate. That's true. We learned that in Archer. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. I'll keep your, I'm going to keep that Thanks in the back of my mind so that I will win eventually. Yes. At one point in time. Give, I wanted to give China a break. Are you trying to make new friends? Yeah. I mean, I met a Chinese uh, man the other day. He was, uh, taught me how to uh, meditate, actually. Is that helping? Yeah, it's helping big time. I'm way more calm now. I'm calm now. But I've been off for like two weeks straight, so I've, you know, I need structure. Oh, I'm glad you found <laughs> meditation. Let's get yeah. into our top five list. We're going to be talking about the man himself, Mr. George Clooney. Um, as usual, we are not including huge franchise movies. So, sorry, Oceans, you do not get to be in the list. Yeah, they have enough money anyway. This is actually one of my favorite lists that we've had. So many of the lists we focus on with famous with act, famous actors, their well, top ranking of ones are sometimes obscure, sometimes yeah. the worst movies they've made. Yeah. This list I really do like, starting with number five, mm-hmm. The Descendants. Yeah, Alexander Payne. Mm-hmm. Brought also a spark to Shailene Woodley's career, mm-hmm. uh, kind of brought her into getting this Divergent series yeah. really brought her um, criti- well, he, some critical acclaim. Oh, absolutely. Well, he writes, I mean, Alexander Payne's phenomenal. Sideways is one of my favorite movies of all time. And he just really knows how to get the the best out of the actors. And the scripts are usually fantastic as well. And then going to also number four, another critical darling, Up in the Air. Jason Reitman, right? I believe I think, yeah, it's Jason so. Reitman, yeah. I feel like he... Some of his movies really launch, launch women into stardom. That's true. Well, Talking I'm about Anna page. Kendrick, who came from Up in the Air. Mm-hmm. We talked about that. That was what got her her nomination. Juno, yeah. So doing very well. Number three, classic Batman and Robin. Jesus, he's still apologizing for that. It's a terrible film. I mean, it's really, really bad. It's. Uh, I like it. I mean, you know, superhero movies always have homoeroticism in them. But this one takes it to the next level. Poof. Yeah. This is a, this is one that just goes so far above and beyond. Stephen, was that you saying you agree? Poof. <laughs> there you go. I'm going to take that as yes. There you go. It's it's terrible. Like if this was, if Batman and Robin was a gay porn, I wouldn't be surprised. I think that when these I got into these type of movies when I was younger and I don't think I was really looking at format or looking maybe for the homoeroticism and I loved them. I loved all of the Batman's Batman and Robin. Did you find homoeroticism in it? No, I was also like eight. Turn, this movie turned my buddy gay. He's like, I'm like, well, how did, what happened? He's like, I was, was it out of the womb? He's like, no. And after I watched Batman and Robin, that was it. So right. If you want to. If you're teetering on the line of being... This like, should be your test, according to Tom. Yeah, be teetering on the line of being Robin, See how you feel. Yes, yeah, see how you feel after that. I got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Getting into the second one on the list, going to The Perfect Storm. Mm, 
maybe not. Uh, you know, th- this was a good movie. I liked it. I, you know, I like John C. Riley and, and Wahlberg's chemistry. They work really well. Um, I know a lot of people who do that stuff. It's not an easy job, and I think they depicted it pretty well. Who do you know who does this? Some longshoremen over in uh, Boston and stuff. They go for lobsters and big catches and things like that. I, I was do not they o- like this movie? I was not always a TV personality in, you know, in my life. I did a lot of dirty work. I'm just not going to speak to that. Going to the number one, the most recent on the list, Gravity. You said that this is Sandra Bullock's film. I think that he saved this movie. Mm -hmm. I remember when he came back and he gets his second scene and it is obviously a hallucination of some sort and I thought it was such a breather. Yes, it is a beautiful film. Yes, it is technically why can't you watch it? Because I'm afraid of uh, I have a phobia, space space phobia. Like if I'm in, it's like reverse, uh, you know, claustrophobia. Steven Spielberg has it too. Really? Yeah. It's like when you, the fear of open spaces, you can look it up. I don't know. One of our uh, Twitter guys or something like that figured out what it is. But yeah, it's, I, I know it's something like arachnophobia or something. Have, that's spiders. Yeah. Have you shared something this like fear that. before? Yeah. Everybody knows about it. I guess I don't pay attention to you. I should now talk. you do. All yeah. right. So that is our George Clooney list. But Gravity's good. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's a great movie. I just can't watch it. You can't say that. It's gotten 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. Versus off, we're talking about the perfect storm that it has like in its 50s. It's an equilibrium thrower offer. I think you're a little bit crazy. Yeah. But thank you, George Clooney, because I do at least feel like he's an, he's an actor who cares about this industry. Mm-hmm. He cares about the movies he makes, even if they don't get that well received. He doesn't just make them to add on to... Crazy franchises and make the five, six, seven because they say he has to. I do think that he makes movies he cares about. It's just unfortunate that sometimes they don't turn out as well as he would hope. Yeah, he doesn't need the money. Parties in Italy like every weekend. I'm sensing jealousy. Um, He is the one of the top three people I'm jealous of, yes. What are the other Well, it's not jealous. I envy them. Jealousy is a female trait. Envy is is a male trait. I don't think that's accurate. That's pretty accurate. But can you name me the top, the three people, please? Um, Mark Wahlberg. Okay. So I think he has. I think he does everything right. Um, he's lived a pretty fantastic life, minus like what you know when he used to do like go on coke benders and beat up like Vietnamese people. Other than that, he's he's pretty walking straight and narrow. Um, George Clooney, because I think his his hair is fantastic. He's just he can do anything he wants. He looks great in suits. You know, stuff like that. And uh, Michael Jordan. Okay. It's pretty pretty good list. Or, uh, you know, it's, I'll take Michael Jordan out and put Ric Flair. Ric Flair. That's my guy. Yeah, I like that guy. Stallone's on another level. He's not even, I don't even have to mention that guy. Oh, he's just in your you want to be them He's in list. He's in the stratosphere. All, all right. Let's get in, Frank. Let's get into our upcoming film so we can come up with some predictions. Um, movies that... Have some big publicity. Start reading with San Andreas. Yeah, that Nick Mundy uh, movie fights thing was pretty great. Like, The Rock jumped in on his wedding and, like, officiated the whole wedding. Oh. It was pretty amazing stuff. Yeah, it was really fun. San Andreas, the media has been taking, like, all the publicity, thank you, Mm -hmm. I can speak, is taking over L.A. I hadn't heard about this movie until about three weeks ago, and now I see it everywhere. Have you been under a rock? I mean, it's everywhere. Just recently, yeah. I, you, this isn't a movie you were seeing trailers for, for me, at least six months ago. It's kind of like they've been talking about the movie Everest that's coming out yeah. in another six months. It's supposed to be a big award contender. What's San Andreas? No, oh. Everest. Oh, yeah, that one, yes. And they, they also have been backing out the publicity for that. They had to back off this because of the Nepal earthquake. Oh. That was a big deal. So a lot of the proceeds from San Andreas is going to go to Nepal. It's crazy when these movies, you know, this, it's it's fate sometimes, or I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. that, you know, if it's a disaster movie or it's this or it's that or it's like shooting up schools or whatever, it, all, it usually coincides with something along those lines. And this, I guess, you know, big giant, uh, you know, N- Nepal earthquake, I mean, it was a disaster and was, mm-hmm. I don't know how many people died, but it was a damn lot. Um, and, you know, you it's like a third a big, of their population. Absolutely. And you put out a big movie about, you know, disasters. I, I just hate disaster movies. I wouldn't see this if you paid me. I like Los Angeles the way it is. Unless, like, you know, an earthquake happens and then it's just me and you left. And then we have to, like, procreate and, like, you know, plant a 
Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, What I'm going to say is that I think that people are very interested in this. Yes, we've talked. We're talking about also Nepal and the tragedies goes on there, but LA itself has had an earthquake every like two weeks for the past couple of months. Yeah, it's just weather, and people. People still try and convince themselves that California is going to break off with a giant earthquake. There's all this mythology surrounding it. It's going nowhere. (laughs) No, it's not. California's going nowhere. You know what? It is. It's going to, yeah, it's going to sink into the sea. So anybody who thinks about moving here, don't do it. But Dwayne Johnson's movie, I think, should do fairly decently. A lot of publicity, especially... In California, this it'll do well as an LA movie. Yes. Um, then talking about Aloha, also mm. getting some critici- uh, criticism right now for yes. being too whitewashed. Yeah, so they did a reshoot. They uh, they uh, did a reshoot and they put it into the movie and uh, they brought in the Harlem Boys Choir to do a shoot. Yeah, in, 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 Stephen, in this Oahu, is him in, lying in Oahu. just to let you know. But no. they are, it is whitewashed. It is whitewashed. We have huge stars in it. We have Emma Stone. Are. We have um, Bradley Cooper and Rachel McAdams starring in some sort of, it seems like, love triangle yeah. military Hawaiian movie. Um, doesn't have... Cameron Crowe needs a, a good movie. He's put out a bunch of stinkers in a row. I don't think this is going to be it. I don't think so either. Personally, I think that these are great actors. Mm-hmm. I think this movie is a little bit mis- um, miscast. I agree. I think that they're trying to blow up this Bradley Cooper and Stone relationship. I don't know if it's just me, but I'm kind of getting over this huge age discrepancy mm-hmm. love thing going on. We saw him have this relationship with Jennifer Lawrence. We also saw that come back in Serena, which didn't do so well. Mm-hmm. Emma Stone in Birdman has yeah, it's a, it's a, a love moves. connection with um, uh, what's his name? Oh my uh, goodness. Keaton. No. no uh, that's Ed her Norton. dad. Ed Edward Norton. Yeah. Like, it makes more sense to me just looking at the posters that he will end up with Rachel McAdams. Sure. But it's getting annoying. I understand that all of these are talented actors, and I do want to see them in movies, but they're also you can make them more realistic. Yeah, Cameron Crowe has had a bunch of misses in a row. His last good movie, in my opinion, was uh, Vanilla Sky. Okay, so you, you're praying film. for this hit? Have you seen Vanilla, uh, Vanilla Sky? I have not. You should I check it out. I have no idea what you're talking I about. I DVD. We'll cook some dinner. We'll make it and watch it. I need JTT, JT back. He's like my barrier. Yeah. But bear, also coming out is going to be Barely Lethal, yes. which is Jessica Alba coming out, Sophie Turner. Is it Jessica Alba? I believe so. That was Haley Seinfeld. No, no, that's Survivor. Yeah. No, no Barely Lethal. Hey, no, it's Haley Seinfeld, oh, yes. okay. Sophie Turner, mm-hmm. Jessica Alba, the impressing... And Sam Jackson? Yes, and Sam Jackson he, and Jamie King, strong women cast. It's not It's not wide, though, right? This is not a wide release. It's not too wide. Also, just to point out that all the movies we've talked about right now, San Andreas, Aloha, Barely Lethal, we're going to be talking about Survivor. None of them have Mm -hmm. released their Rotten Tomato scores, which that brings people into movies. We've talked about it before. We've talked about how these scores, people's reactions, movie tickets are so expensive. People want a sure thing. They want either a franchise they're invested in. Mm -hmm. They want... Normally, typically Disney movies, or they want to know they're going to get their money well spent. Absolutely. They want to like it. These scores are really important. And I don't know if it's because it's Memorial Day weekend or it's Memorial Day, but none of these movies that are released this upcoming Friday have scores up. Yes. Well, barely lethal. I mean, look. It's like Sam Jackson teaching Haley Seinfeld to be like a Jedi or something. It's it's terrible. Yeah, it's like Kingsman, but... Not as good. I'll probably see it. Um, yeah, you could see it if you want to. I, I do. I, I like this cast of women. I think it's going to be interesting. It's just going to be having to find it. It should be called Barely Clothed. That would, I'd watch it. No. Aloha and San Andreas are wide releases. Barely Lethal and Survivor are going to be our more limited Well, finds. Survivor is, uh, it's, uh, I forget who it is. Mm-hmm. Who's in it again? I'm going to pull it. It's oh. not Survivor the Band. It's Anxiety Tiger. Cause when great. JT wrote this down, I was like, they're making a movie about the TV show? Is that TV show even around? No, but Survivor is yes. with um, Pierce Brosnan oh, and yeah, Mila Jovovich. Right, yes, right, right. and it is 
another, this is the description. Mm-hmm. A foreign service officer in London tries to prevent a terrorist attack to hit New York, but is forced to go on the run when she is framed for crimes she did not commit. Oh, it sounds like every other movie. It sounds like, hmm. Yeah, yeah it sounds fantastic. Well, I think uh, Pierce Brosnan plays a villain in this one. I think so, but... Yeah. I don't think anyone's really talking about it. No. We've had so many uh, with Liam Neeson coming mm-hmm. out with the never-ending spew of Hitman movies, yes. Taken films. This is just fitting into that mold. They haven't yeah. presented it as anything different, it's in my opinion. It'll, it'll, it'll probably do well on DVD. Although Pierce does good movies. This is a Netflix. Yes. This is a Netflix Netflix pick, so look Mm -hmm. out for it in like two months because everything's going there so quickly nowadays. Zombievers is on uh, Netflix now. No, Zombievers. It's on Netflix. Great movie. Yep. It's fantastic. Stephen, you were supposed to come in here and be on my team. (laughs) Have you watched Zombievers, Sarah? We had a viewing party here. I refused to watch Zombievers. Yeah, and you missed out because we had the whole cast and we had a viewing party and it was really awesome and we saw Zombievers and stuff. Yeah. I mean, look. Can you good. actually tell me, like, all people aside who told you to see this movie in this building, that you actually liked how it was made and what was, like, put on the screen? The story. Ignoring all things aside, it was actually pretty entertaining. No, no. I agree with that. It was. Okay, I agree. It was. Inter- Don't hate. You can't. Sarah, we're not endorsed by Haterade. You yeah, seem to think we, we are. Yeah, we don't do that here. We just we just spit facts. It's all true. And and your current fact is that Zombievers is a great movie. Have a couple of drinks and watch Zombievers, and you will you'll you'll be in love with it. For for a movie like that, like that you're expecting to be crazy. I mean, Sarah, it's called Zombievers. Yeah. Like you're not expecting an Oscar winning movie. No. But the acting's good, and the story is hilarious, and yeah. it makes fun of itself. Yeah. It's a great movie. I give it a solid seven point five, eight out of ten. Wow. That's fantastic. Okay, maybe, maybe. For what it is. I trust Steven. He knows what he's doing. For what it is. And what it is looks awful. So you're going to get give it a 7.5 out of 10 out of awful. You go see Barely Lethal and spend your money in the theaters. And I'll just press Netflix and watch Zombievers again. I'd rather watch Zombievers than Hot Pursuit. Absolutely. Mm, I don't know if I can. I, oh. I'll watch, yeah, I might rather, have to agree I'd rather watch that. Zombievers than San Andreas, Aloha, Barely Lethal, and Survivor. All okay. together. Those are some fighting words. All right, well, let's talk about some, what these movies are going to be making. Mm-hmm. Um, Aloha does have huge stars. Rachel McAdam, Emma Stone, yeah. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper, you have to remember that American Sniper happened, what? Five months ago? Yes. It's still on the terms of that made so much Jesus, money. Made of course, Serena only brought, opened in like 59 theaters, mm-hmm. maybe made uh, almost 200, 100,000. Yeah, I, I think it opened like VOD the same day or mm-hmm. something, made some money. But American Nobody Sniper was like in 350 million. We're talking about American Hustle, which was recent, made 150 million. Mm-hmm. The Hangover. He does have a track record of bringing in money. He's a big star. But is this going to be, is Aloha going to be a movie that does that? Nobody wants to watch movies like this at this period in time. It's, nobody knows what it's about. It's like him getting off a plane in Hawaii. It's, it's a love getting triangle. backlash from the whitewash stuff. It's smear campaigns. Mm-hmm. This movie I have a feeling is going to tank. I agree. Um, I think that in comparison to like a Silver Linings that brought in like 132. Yeah. But that had a lot of Oscar appeal. Mm-hmm. I don't think people have been citing this as an Oscar-worthy movie. No. It's more of a rom-com. So he's, it's in a different genre for him. We've seen Correct. we've seen the war movies. We've seen the gangster movies. We've seen him do more being face, being mm-hmm. in the hangover. These are totally different audience. Yeah. I feel like this is much more targeted towards women and I don't think it's going to do as well. No, it's it's buried in mm-hmm. late May. I mean, <sighs> yeah. And it's, hiding information is just highlighting the fact that it's getting negative attention. Right. So if not going to do what they're hoping. If this was an Oscar, had any Oscar hopes, this would be not. It would they wouldn't be releasing it, no, it right now. Absolutely. If not. this had Oscar hopes, we'd be seeing it in like three months. Probably this is October, probably yeah. a bad mm-hmm. sign that it's coming out this Correct. early. Um, San Andreas probably going to beat it in the numbers. Yeah. 
I'll give my top five. Um, Are you ready for a top five? Did JTE even give us his top five, or is he eliminated from this week? He's so consumed with this Corey Feldman thing that I, I don't blame him. I mean, Corey's a, he's a big star you know, overseas now. I feel like you're adding JTE to your list of jealous people, envious, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, yeah, envy. I'm, I'm envying. I mean, I might go on set after this. I'm, he's They're filming somewhere in Hollywood, so I may just drop by set and see if I could uh, wander on. All right. Do you want to give um, me your top five? Yes. Um, you know, I would pitch perfect dropping so much. I just don't. San Andreas is going to be number one, no question. Um, probably around like $50 million. Maybe mean, we're even talking a about more. openings that had were maybe, maybe, maybe one got 40. Yes. If they drop another 50%, we're talking about Sandra's has to make more than 20. Sandra's going to make 50. I don't think it's going to be that high. It's uh, People like the disaster it's movies. It's got the rock. Yeah, it's got the rock. It has no reviews. Yeah, but there's disa- it's a disaster movie. Okay, so you're giving number one San Andreas. Absolutely. And you're giving it around... I'm going to say about $50 million, maybe like 47 I think it's going to be lower than that. It's you're talking possible. about a I George mean, Di- George Clooney Disney movie came out this weekend and didn't make $40 million. No, it did not, but that's... And you think a rock movie about an earthquake look, is going to be making more than that. There's a woman in it called uh, named Alexandria Daddario, okay? Mm-hmm. She's going to be a big star. Mm-hmm. She was in True Detective. Obviously, everybody knows any you know warm blooded male knows the exact scene I'm talking about. Um, it was I have it on a GIF of my phone, and I when I'm depressed, I just watch it over and over. Um, she's going to bring the people out because she's wearing a tank top the whole movie, and they shot it in 2D, and then the producers seen it, and they're like seen her in the whole you know the tank mm-hmm. top the whole time and they uh converted it to 3d because they're like i'm seeing double anyway when i'm looking at this chick, well, they're so not, not using her for her in her in the advertising so I'll maybe you, next week after word of mouth may 28th is when the day after tomorrow came out and it made 70 million it's weekend gross there you go people love disaster movies especially when it's los angeles getting destroyed because they think like somehow the kardashians they're gonna make it out of it that that is a fair point. I'll give him that. All right. So you're saying San Andreas number one fifty. Yes. What's your number two? Um, you know, I'm gonna go with Mad Max. Okay. I think it's gonna stick around because San Andreas is gonna take a lot of money out of everybody. Agreed. So, Mad Max number two. Um, you know, Aloha number three. Okay. I think it'll make some money. People like maybe want to get off that. Pitch Perfect number four. And I think you'll see Avengers still in the top five at number five. Bye-bye Tomorrowland. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I forgot about that one, didn't yeah. you? You know what? <laughs> uh, let's go Tomorrowland 4, Pitch Perfect 5. Thank you, Sarah. No problem. I think I just saved you. I think I just, uh, I should have totally not said that, and then you would have lost. I slept like two hours in like the last three days. I have a lot of friends. I think you, if you win next week, I get a thank you. Yeah, I'll buy you dinner. I'll do a five. Oh, please do. There you go. Uh, San Andreas 1, of course. Okay. Tomorrowland number 2. Wow. Mm-mm. Aloha 3. Okay. And then I'd say Mad Max at 4 and Pitch Perfect at 5. That's not a bad 5. That's not. It's not bad. It's not bad. Nice. I think we're seeing we're going to see a huge drop off of Tomorrowland. Mm. Um, because I really don't think we're getting a kid market in that and now but we're talking about who are who is San Andreas taking away from? It's taking away from Everybody. It's exactly. A, it's a four-quadrant movie. And I think that... It's not just men. Women will see it. Rock's in it. Alexandria Daddario's in it. You know, mm-hmm. her assets are in it. Everything's in it. I am going to give... Ugh, this, I'm going to switch it up a little. Yes, I'll stick with San Andreas. I don't think it's going to make the 50. I'm going to give number two to Aloha. Wow. Um, I don't think it's going to make a ton. But if we're talking about... Pitch Perfect and Mad Max making around, I don't know, it, numbers are skewed, but between 20 and 30, if we're dropping that down by another 40, then they're making, you know, 15, 16. They're going to get we'll the older see. market. The and older I think that Aloha has a chance of making making maybe 20. 
It could do it. It could do more. So I'm going to say Andreas, then I'm going to say Aloha, then I'm going to give it to Mad Max Tomorrowland Pitch Perfect. I like that thought, too. So mm-hmm. we're all different. I like that. All slightly different. Very interesting. JT, he, uh, I don't remember what he said. He was talking about the top five, but I don't remember. You know, he'll tweet it out later, his top five. <sighs> I feel yes. like he's just waiting. I feel like he's waiting for the actuals of this weekend, and I think that's cheating. He's a cheater. He's a born cheater. All right. Let's see if we have any... Stephen, do we have any callers who want to give us their top five? Do we? Do we? Do we? The Dewey Decimal Let me system. throw the uh, number up there and get people in. Yeah. Yeah, so... I mean, yeah, I think, you know, with San Andreas, I think you're underestimating it. I think it's going to do big. It's, it looks... The action looks crazy. I mean, like I said, I, I'm not a fan of disaster movies. Oh, I hate them. I hate them, actually. I Maybe it's just me. I go to the movies pretty much every week, and well, there has been there. a lot coming out. And I kind of feel like people are... Maybe this weekend was the break, but I feel like next weekend's also the break. Well, look, we I have mean, a lot of stuff late. coming up. We have things that people are really actually hyped about. They don't want to spend another 20 bucks for one ticket. To go see a movie yeah, when they have to sit in the movie theaters when it's like ninety degrees out. I, I don't go to movies in the day ever. I've never been to the movies in the day. I don't. Even, I have never seen a matinee. I don't watch movies during the day. Movies are for the night for me. Mm-hmm. Like if I go into the movie theater and it's day out, I want it to be night when I come out. But it's not that way. It's dark and dark. That's it. Day is caller. Too, oh, too we much have a caller the on the line. Hey, do you want to give us your top five and what's your name? Uh, this is Sierra from Ontario, Canada. Oh, nice. Hi, hey, turn down, turn down the computer so we can hear you better. There you go. How you doing, man? Hello? 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 Hey, there we go. Sounds better. Hey, so is Hot Pursuit, so, since you're in Canada, is Hot Pursuit called Sexy and on the Run? No, I don't think so. I think that might just be Quebec. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's probably, yeah. Right. it probably is Quebec. Thanks, dude. Yeah, yeah. No problem. Anyway, um, you like the show? Yeah, I guess I'll give you my top five. Oh, I love the show. Great, Please. Big great. Yeah, Sarah, you look great today. Oh, thank you very much. She does much. look fantastic. Yeah, yes. agree with Tom. Anyway, yeah, uh, top five. Yeah, I, I agree. San Andreas probably going to take number one yeah. with uh, Alexandra at the Dario. So I'm bringing like twenty five meals. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Then why are they not using her in her in their marketing? They don't have to use her. Everybody, yeah. knows, everybody, <laughs> everybody knows, knows she's in it. The True yeah. Detective I didn't know scene is just monumental. Oh, that scene, yeah. Uh, monumental on every level. Yeah. Anyway, um, Mad Max going to take number two, I think. I like that. That's my pick, too. Yeah. Um, I give it to uh, Pitch Perfect number three, just because of that crowd. Yep. You know, okay. the teenage girls. And, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, number four, I give it to uh, Tomorrowland. Yep. Not that I've dropped that much. Yep. And um, number five, I give it to Aloha. Yeah. Hey, dude, I really like that top five. I think you're forgetting yep. the moms. All the to moms who want to see Aloha. Uh, yeah, you yeah. might be right. Not that they, much, though. They no. are not. I these are the women who don't aren't looking as excited for, like, Jurassic Park and Fantastic Four. They're looking forward to movies like Aloha. Yeah, they want to find they yeah, but that, they, they still have the pitch perfect kind of PG crowd in there. That's true. That's, so, that's, that's a very yeah. good... Uh, I mean, look, the people who are going to go see Aloha are the people or the women who want to, like, have uh, in- interesting new ways to fight with their husbands. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so that's what it's going to be. So, hey, hit us on uh, Facebook and uh, Twitter with uh, your top five so we know. And, you know, if you win, uh, I think I have a Book of Eli Blu-ray and another uh, Jay Peterman catalog for you. Awesome. Yeah, there you maybe go. I, and then I oh, may be able to translate it in uh, Quebecian. <laughs> so, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Best of luck on your top five. Thank you so much for calling in. Great top five, dude. Thanks. Another caller? Yeah. Oh, we have another one. Hey, who we got? Hello? Hey, who we got? You're on. Oh, uh, hey, it's, uh, it's Arun. Hey, what's up, dude? How you doing? Hey, uh, enjoying I'm your mo- you enjoying uh, your Memorial Day? Yeah, I'm not really doing anything, but it sounds yeah. like well, it sounds like you're going bananas over there. <laughs> no, it's yeah. good. So, what, what do you got? You enjoying the show? You miss JT? Uh, yeah, yeah. What, I don't. What happened to JT? He's doing the Corey Feldman video. 
Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot. I, I think it's like a, tribu- wow. a Corey Haim tribute or something. It's <laughs> yeah, he's tributing Corey Haim. I think it's gonna be like shots oh, okay. of Lost Bo- the Lost Boys movies and Dream a Little Dream and stuff like that. Do you want to give us your top five? Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, or you got a question? One. Or do you have a good question? What? You have a question or a top five? Oh, uh, I mean, I can I, can I do both? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, my top five. I'm gonna say number one, San Andreas. Okay. Two. Uh, two. Pitch Perfect, I guess. Wow. Uh, number okay. three, Aloha. Mm-hmm. Number four, Mad Max. Mm-hmm. And number five, Tomorrowland. Tomorrow? No, uh, I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying to decide between Tomorrowland and Avengers because I okay. think that they both have a chance. Yeah. So I'll just say Avengers. Okay. I, I think you have a really good shot at not winning. Uh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tomorrowland, I don't uh, think you can drop that far off. Number one hope, to off only happens. Let's hope your to... question's better than the top five. I'm kidding, man. <laughs> I like joking around with you. What's, what's uh, up? We got a question? Let's do it. Oh, yeah, so I, I had a question. Uh, yeah. How much, I mean, do you guys think the Entourage movie is going to, like, Mm. Yeah, you know, do the numbers. That's a good. Week, or, uh, yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I don't know. I I you definitely know. think it's going to have a really strong opening. You're talking this year. We haven't yeah. had a good, a really good comedy, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Yep. We've had a lot of things tank. You're talking about there was a lot of publicity around Get Hard earlier this year. Kevin Hart will fail. Bombed. Terrible. People are waiting for comedy. Yeah, um, especially a good one. Um, Jerry Farrar was on the, the main show the other day. He's a really – he's a great guy. Um, I read the script. Uh, my movie uh, – my company mm-hmm. was thinking about uh, co-financing the Entourage movie. They stepped off because there's so much back-end money and there wasn't enough money to be made. They're all getting paid crazy amounts of money. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's going to be one long episode. Um, I like the first season of Entourage. Um, I was on the – the front lines of stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. clubbing and going crazy around in and around that time. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm not interested. I think I've seen it all before. You know, I, I think it's going to have a really strong opening. It will I think open big, though. There's a it'll lot of open girls. big. I don't know. I haven't heard enough about what people are saying about it. The most you hear about this movie is that it was a passion project that it's been on. Yep. They've been working on it for years that they started it even before it was greenlit. Mm-hmm. And that's going to get people excited about a movie that the studios weren't completely controlling from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I said, we need a guy's comedy. That show had a huge following. Yep. It was the fans that also pushed them making a movie. And all of those fans now have to go see it. Absolutely. It's a big escapism. I mean, look, they're living the life. I mean, they do great things. Uh, they're partying on yachts and going to can, and you're going to see a lot of breasts in this movie. You're going to see a lot of ass. There's a lot of stuff going on. I mean, you're going to have a blast with this thing. But, um, you know. I thought you said you weren't excited. I, I see that every day. My life is entourage. So I don't, you know, I don't need to, I don't need to watch this movie. But, uh, well, not as, not as, clear. you know, I don't have that kind of money. But I do as many of things as, as I possibly right. can. Anyway, that being said, uh, I think it'll make a ton of money, and I think you might see a sequel if it, if it does pro- does does well. Absolutely, the sequel will be if there's a sequel, I'm going to guarantee that that movie's awful. So I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to just unless, put that already yeah, out there. But unless you're casting it, then you'll be all for it. All right. So thank you so much for calling in and for your questions and your top five. Yeah, thanks, make dude. sure you I think send yeah, me your information. Yeah, so in case you win, uh, we will let you know. And if you win, yeah. good job because. I yeah. do not see Tomorrowland leaving top five. No, his top five is... But we'll see. I want to get the stuff he's smoking. He's unbelievable. Another call. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, last one. Yeah, last one. Last one. Hey, what's your name? Hey, this is Dylan. Hey, what's up, Dylan? How's it going, dude? Pretty good. How about you? Good, man. You're doing a fantastic... You're doing a really thank fantastic you. job. Oh, uh, thank you, thank you. He's an admin. You know uh, Dylan, I think we so might need to really complain to the... Box Office Mojo. You're going to have to sell your arm to get us to 1,000 likes, though. Hey, I'm trying. You know, I try you, every week to, to get them boosted. Go, uh, is there any, like, uh, 
mental facilities around by where you live? Ignore him. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure I could uh, contact one of them. Yeah, just go in there and just like you know, start playing checkers with some wackos and tell them to watch the show. <laughs> they might eat the checkers. But, you know. Stop. I'm sure that'll work. Yeah. So you got a good question? What's up? Uh, actually, I was going to say uh, first. How about that Mets game that you went to? Oh man, I was sitting front row. It's I sat front row. <laughs> I sat front row three days in a row. It was amazing stuff. I had a picture with Larry David, pitched him an idea. He told me to take a hike. It was good. Yeah, I do stuff like that. And let's just hear, uh, and let's just hear a crazy story about your time in New York. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure everyone wants to hear something. Oh, dude, it's, I've been. I have slept like maybe five hours in like the last week. I'm on. <laughs> yeah, I'm on borrowed time right now. I got to get structure back. But yeah, no, it was a great time. It was just a lot of Manhattan stuff and. You know, went to my niece's one-year birthday party, which was fantastic as well. What I don't understand is how you ended up hanging out with Roxy, also in New York. Yeah, I was with Roxy and her friends. Uh, that was an interesting time. I don't think one of her friends, like, didn't like me. Ha! I wish I had seen that. Well, because she thought I was, like, she didn't know who I was. So mm. I went up and grabbed Roxy from behind, sort of, like, near, like, her breast area. And she's like, who's this a-hole or whatever? And Roxy's like, no, I, I know who he is. And then we bonded, and I think Roxy, like, finally figured out who I really am in life. Yeah. She hasn't shared it with me, so it must yeah. have been not anything too profound. Yeah, she, well, she's going to—it's chipping away. She's understanding who I am now. Oh, I'm, I'm glad yeah. that you guys can She knows I wear really expensive clothes, but that don't look expensive. Well, Dale, thank you for calling in <laughs> yeah, and all dude. of your help as <laughs> usual. You are yeah. awesome. Yes. And we will talk to you soon. Thanks, dude. All right. Sounds good, guys. Yeah, man. Keep up the good work. All right. We are going to say goodbye. Yeah, we got to go. I got to go to sleep. <laughs> he needs a nap. I'm going to go celebrate Memorial Day. Also, remember to take a pause at 3 p.m. to remember all of our soldiers. Popcorn Talk Network, you guys. Box Office Breakdown every Monday. We yes. will have JTE back next week. You can follow Absolutely. them on Twitter. Yeah, at Rockman and at JTE Schmoes. Tweet A thousand. Facebook likes. A thousand. YouTube comments a thousand. on how Sarah hot, how, how Sarah is. No, I just want a thousand. That's not true. Um, we want a thousand likes. Yes. Please. Please. So we can be that little icon. Just want the icon, yeah, guys. Yeah, so Scott Mans go bananas. We need to beat Scott Mann. Yeah. All right. Nobody's beating a cocaine donkey, though. All right. Thanks, guys. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals. 